Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard talk about how to handle your teen's overexposure to everything. Let's listen in. It's amazing. We've gone from three to 800 TV channels over the last 20 years, 4.3 million porn sites. Oh, boy. Information doubling every few hours when it took years to double when we grew up. You know, death isn't that distant. Porn isn't that private, expression isn't that limited, and blushing isn't quite as abundant as it used to be. And you mix all that together with teenagers, and that's uh, that's a dangerous combination. It's kind it? of a mess. And most people think, oh, they're exposed, they're, they're finding out the world is worse off. Now, you know, the world is not worse off. Crime is 25% of what it was in 1980. The abortion rate continues to go down and has since 1980. Teen pregnancies are at the lowest that they've been in 43 years. Kids don't feel that. They feel like things are getting worse. But I would say that exposure to everything is at an all-time high, no doubt. And it poses some interesting issues for parents. So we've got to kind of dive into this. You know, the average age of the kids that live with us used to be 17 and 18 years old. Now, I mean, we've got a residential counseling center for kids. 2,700 kids have passed through our doors in the last 30-some years. And it's interesting to me that our average age now is 14 and three-quarters. Really? Yeah. It's it, it's just that these kids are being exposed, so they're able to do more. They get into trouble. Um, they make decisions when they are less mature. And so we've got to be very intentional about helping them at this time. You know, because overexposure to this world and to different things in it, it's not going to go away. It's only going to happen more. Yeah. Just stop and think about the fact that we all carry the internet around in our pocket or purse now, and kids could look up anything they want. Oh, no, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I liken it to what I used to do with my granddaughter. I used to go out and throw a ball to her, and she would swing her little bat and hit the ball, and I'd throw another one at her. You know, and that's how it was. It used to be that simple. Now it's not that way. It's like somebody's throwing 100 balls at her at once, and she's trying to swing, and she's getting frustrated because she can't hit all of them. It's coming too quick, and so she turns her back. She says, you know what? I don't want to play this game anymore. Yeah. And so I think that the, this overexposure is is taking our kids to a new level. And we've talked in other programs how it's caused a sense of anxiety and depression within kids. But there's different types of exposure that it's important to identify. All right, let's do that right now. Okay, the first one is this, is information bombardment. There's too much information. I don't have to go through everything. If you were raised in the 30s, information turned over every 30 years. If you grew up with you and I, it turned over, doubled, codified information, doubled every 13 years. Now it is doubling every 11 hours. Next year, it'll double every three hours. The following year, every hour. The following year, information will double, will double instantaneously. And my point is this. In moms, you need to listen to this. This is why your boys shut down on you and don't want to talk to you and give you those one-word answers when you get in the car and say, how was your day? And they go, uh, fine. Uh, <laughs> what'd you do? Uh, nothing. Um, what do you want to do? Uh, nothing. That's exactly what happens. That's right. <laughs> and, and, and this is the reason why. Our kids are bombarded with information. Hmm. There is so much information out there. They're bombarded. I get tired of it. I, I get tired of looking at Facebook sometimes. It seems like everybody else is on a vacation but me. It seems like <laughs> yeah. you know there's always something, but it's too much. 
It's just too much information that I, it makes me want to shut it down. I watch TV and all the news. It makes me want to shut it down. And this is what's happening to moms when they're around their kids. If you become just a source of information, mom, your child will shut you out. Mm-hmm. It's not because you don't have something good to say. It is because they are inundated with information. They don't want that. This is what they want. They want wisdom. Yeah. And so teaching a child is passing on information. Training a child is passing on wisdom. It's important for you to make that transition or your child will shut down on you. You know, you talk about this bombardment of information included in that are videos and just words. I mean, everything that's flying so fast. I know. It's images and words. You know what? They've heard it all. And when we get concerned about one word that's said, one idle word, one cuss word, you know, I, I will never be in favor of that. But... In comparison, our kids are hearing those words constantly. So when they say to us, you're making such a big deal out of nothing, there is some truth in that in comparison to how the world's kind of gone down a little bit in exposure, then they feel that way. Doesn't justify it. And I'm not saying anybody, it's okay for kids to have those idle words or to cuss or or, or to use slander. But but there is a part of me, I understand where they're coming from. And on top of all this is the sexualization of everything. Yeah, it's like I always say Victoria's Secret where there are no secrets. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see everything anymore and and it kind of just it it, it it takes the thrill out of things and it kind of changes the way our kids are, are really conceptualizing and embracing sexuality. And then one final thing, and that's the, the, the alternatives are all there that's right. to choose from. It's that's like a right. menu that our kids yeah. get to choose from now. It's like gender issues, the sexual preference, the question of marriage, right. the issue of marijuana. All of these things are hitting our kids. Now, I mean, the, the second part of it, it creates a problem. When they're exposed to things a little bit too young, they don't have the maturity or responsible mindset to navigate through the difficult issues. This is why they need you, mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And so if you all you are are a source of information telling them, this is what you're doing wrong, this is how you need to do it better, and this is how you need to do it different next time, they're not going to listen to you. They want wisdom. Starting at age 12 or 13, you've got to shift from teaching to training and you've got to change the way you engage to offer wisdom, not just more information, because they'll, they'll shut you down. And in a way, doesn't this rob them of their youth? You know, I think it does. It, it robs them of their youth and who they were created to be by God. I mean, it's, it's interesting to watch innocence fly out the window. There's just, there's just a small window now that it, before a child realizes that this world is yeah, pretty imperfect. It's getting narrower, isn't it? It really is. And so, so I want to hang on to that as long as I can. But at the same time, I realize that I that that our kids are being exposed, and I've got to change the way that I'm engaging All with right, them. What can't we do about it, and what can we do about okay, it? Okay, here's some things you can't do. You can't isolate your children from the cultural influences. We can't bring them back to the state of innocence, and we can't stick our heads in the sand and pretend like these things don't exist. But here's some things we can do. Well, I sure hope so. We can understand our world instead of running from it. We can spend time with our kids and help them maneuver through these issues We can shift our parenting styles to reach our teen's heart. We can talk to our teens and make sure that no topic is off limits. We can acknowledge the clash of our home values and the values of the culture. We can stay proactive and engaged as parents, and we can make our home a harbor from the storm of the culture. That's a tall order. It really is. But it can be done. It can be. With God's help. That's right. Every parent thinks they're ready, 
You made it through the first 12 years after all. But then your child becomes a teenager, and all of a sudden, it's like the parenting rules changed and nobody told you what they are. Your kids completely change their interests, hobbies, appearance, vocabulary, and even their priorities and values. Some parents try to power through, continuing to parent their 16-year-old the same way they parented their 12-year-old. That plan is doomed to failure. Your child is too valuable to fail them now. That's why Mark Gregson wrote Tough Guys and Drama Queens, to help parents understand the changing world of today's teens and how parents can meet the unique challenges facing their children this day and age. Tough Guys and Drama Queens is both a hard-hitting look at what makes modern teens different from any generation that's come before, and practical advice to help parents overcome today's hurdles and retain a relationship with their teens that will last into their adult years. With spiritual truth, practical insights, and proven techniques, Tough Guys and Drama Queens is a book that belongs in every parent's library. Get your copy at ParentingTeenResources.org. Here's something that comes to us from a parent who listens, who says, I know my teen is headed for some bad decisions, possibly putting his life on course I know he wouldn't want in the long run. How do I keep my relationship with him and still keep him from making these long-term bad decisions? Yeah, you know, it's a great question. I think what you do is start pouring your heart and your life into your child even more when they get into those adolescent years. You know, a kid wants value from mom and dad. He wants to engage with mom and dad. He wants wisdom. And the, the, the surefire way to push a child away is to be nothing but a source of information. And, and moms, dads, I tell you this, you, you, I, would, I would say you've got to listen to this. Your kids want wisdom as to how to live in this world because it's confusing. It's the same world that you and I have said we're glad we don't have to grow up in it. Mm-hmm. Well, they do. And so now they need more wisdom than they do information. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit ParentingTodaysTeens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit HeartlightMinistries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.